from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, books born in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, relentless patriot Frank. Good evening, relentless patriots. Relentless patriot Frank here, welcoming you all to another awesome live feed of who we are as patriots. In this country right now, the turmoil is just out of control. But again, we're here to talk about it. So without further ado, let's get started. Tonight we have a couple of awesome guests, both from Facebook and Instagram. The first person I'd like to introduce, he is a relentless patriot himself. He has resisted tyrannical law and all these ridiculous mask mandates. His name is Nick. Nick, how you doing, my friend? We're going to get you on here real quick. And then I'm going to try to patch us into Facebook when John is done presenting his uh, his own video. My fellow Relentless Patriot, how are you, sir? And as usual, I always have the Constitution with me to remind people of what you know liberty is. Liberty against tyranny. How we, the people, must start standing up. And that we don't need to rely on President Trump or anyone else for our individualized freedoms. Nick, how are you, sir? I'm good, brother. How you doing? Good. Thank you for uh, coming on here and wanting to talk. And as usual, flawlessly educate or seamlessly <laughs> educate people about what it means to truly be an American. Okay, so you want me to get right into it? Yes, please do, sir. Okay, so let me... We already know the current state of affairs, right? Um, this whole global takeover... Um, you know, through Agenda 21, 2030, to kind of, you know, usher in this global pandemic to try to usurp all of our rights. Yes, sir. And, you, you know, to, to, to take us over and, and, and regulate every type of human activity, which has been outlined through the UN uh, Agenda 21, 2030 document, which is called the Global Biodiversity Assessment. So that's kind of the agenda here. I'd like to preface with that just to make sure people understand where yes, we please are. Explain, please. Yeah. So basically the global biodiversity assessment, it's a, a book like this thick. It's huge, <laughs> but it basically, sure. yeah, but it basically regulates all human activity, pretty much saying that like, for example, like air conditioners, right. Is something that they want to say that if you have one, you're bad, you're a bad human, you have a carbon footprint because you have an air conditioner, something like skiing activities, all these things, all these things is outlined in the global biodiversity assessment. So, yeah, so these are the kinds of things that they want to regulate. So that is the agenda and they're using COVID-19 as the catalyst to usher in these things to Absolutely lock right. down to lock down all of us not only that but in locking down all of us they lock down businesses and when they lock down businesses that depreciates the value of the land and the property so then all of these global tyrants and these little blood-sucking vampires can come exactly. in, buy up that property, and then usher in this Agenda 21, 2030 right. scenario. We've been saying this for a long time, for some of you guys that are, you know, already have heard me speak about this, that the globalists will try anything and everything in their desperate attempts to take over this country, whether it be property or otherwise. Nick, hang on one second. We're going to get John in here. That way we can go live on Facebook, too. Yep. John, how are you, my friend? Good to see you. Hey, what's up? 
Hey, I got Nick over here. We just got into an awesome conversation on Instagram. Um, I'm going to let you tune in and listen for a second. And then whatever else you would like to say, gentlemen, let's have this discussion together as patriots. Uh, Nick, please, please um, re-educate us here. <laughs> sure. Okay. So I'm just going to get right into the solutions. Okay. So it's very simple. <laughs> Surprisingly, it's called the Constitution. Right now, that sounds like a very simple catch all. But the issue here is using the power of we the people and the courts and the power of the sheriff to actually take back our constitutional republic. Now, here's the thing people don't understand is there is no public health mandate that supersedes the Constitution. Right. So a mandate, exactly. and a lot, as a lot of your listeners know, a mandate is not law. It's a decree, an edict, and is no way enforceable by law. And here's the thing. Even if it were state law, it still violates the Constitution and the rights enshrined there within, which it does. Yes, it accord, does. According, now, here's the thing. Uh, a court cases. Uh, the older it is, the more precedent it has. And according to Mulberry versus Madison, which was an 1803 court case. Now, the older it is, the more precedent it has. And John, Chief Justice John Marshall said, ready for this quote? I have to read this for a second because I don't know. Go ahead, it listening. says, let me get it up for a second. A law repugnant to the Constitution is void and courts as well as other departments are bound by that instrument, right? So that means any law that a state legislature even pass, even if the state legislature passes it, if it's repugnant to the constitution, we can ignore it, right? Well, technically that would make most of the laws, uh... tons of everything that you guys already know uh, that Frank, you've been seeing. And so here's the solution. Right? Phone calls. Wanted guest that keeps we got calling back. me. Oh, these girls just. Yeah. Can you hear just me? Mr. Mr. Popular over here. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, sorry. So here's the thing. Okay. So what this tool is. Okay. So we, the people, have a weapon in our arsenal, which a lot of people don't know. Right? And it's called an affidavit right but this specific affidavit which is outlined now i want your listeners to take note constitutionallawgroup.us that's the website i've been working with a constitutional lawyer rick martin and constitutional law group right so when i made all my videos and all this stuff they found me because they saw that i was someone that wanted to take action so they actually found me i didn't find them wow. they found me Impressive. Right? And, yeah, they reached out and they were like, hey, like, we see what you're doing. You're reaching thousands and thousands of people. Your videos have tens of thousands of views. Like, like, help yeah, us. You have. Right? Help us get the message out. Okay, so here is the breakdown. Okay, it's an affidavit, which uh, affidavit declaration of truth. Okay, now basically, it's a template. Now, if you go on their website, it's a template, right, that breaks down all of the constitutional violations that these elected officials are violating right all of all of our constitutional rights all oh, of them I mean, all of them now they outlined all of them so basically if now this is a covid template so yeah. 
if any 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 entity, yeah any elected official that has been violating our rights under the COVID regime is outlined in this template, right? Now, people have to understand what an affidavit actually means, right? An affidavit is a sworn testimony that you, that everything outlined in it, it's 10 pages. But like I said, in those 10 pages, it has all the information already outlined. All you have to do is sign your name, put your name in and give your personal testimony. It already has all the violations of the Constitution from these fucking violators and, okay. already written in. Now, okay. stop real quick. Where does this go? Let's just say we all signed this document because I've signed a whole bunch before, yep. whether it be okay. petitions or otherwise. Yep. How does it yep. reach the yeah, how okay. does that be? Yep, yep. I got you. I have all the answers. Okay, so here's how it works. So I actually did this myself. I'm in the process of doing this myself, and I actually already looked up how this can be effective and i saw court cases that have already been won by this okay so here's how it works you you go on the website you download the template right you fill in your name you put in your personal testimony of how it affected your business frank it as a matter of fact you are more prone to getting attention than me because i'm just a personal individual who's been affected by covid but you are a business Business owners need to step up and download this template more than even individuals because the definitely do so because yeah, the this, business owners are the one yeah the business owners have been way more financially affected all right so let me finish so here's how it works you download the template you fill out the information okay then the next step is to get it notarized right because it's a sworn statement you can go to any notary I went to like UPS and got it notarized for ten dollars. Okay, now I have it notarized, right? So now my sworn statement is notarized. The next step is to taking it, take that affidavit, the sworn statement that you wrote your personal testimony in that has already the information already written within it, all your constitutional rights that have been violated, everything, even COVID information. It's so in-depth, dude. If you read it, you're going to learn something just by reading it. It's so in-depth. These guys, Rick Martin at Constitutional Law Group, they have fucking nailed it, dude. So what you do is you take that personal testimony, get it notarized. Then what you do is you bring it to the U.S. District Court. Now, I live in New Jersey, right? U.S. District Court of the District of New Jersey. And every state has a federal court that you can file this affidavit in. And that's where you go, right? So for me, I went to the U.S. District Court of the District of New Jersey and I filed it, right? Then the guy's name, I have his name. So anybody that lives in Jersey, his name is Jar, J-A-I-R, right? The uh, opera, hours of operation are 10 to 2 yeah. from Tuesday to Thursday, right? So those are walk-in hours. So anybody that lives in New Jersey, listen up, listen to me. You can do it like that. I don't know how it works in New York or other states, but I'm saying this is how it works in New Jersey. So I went in. And I, I parked right up there. Now, keep in mind, like, a lot of this stuff is going remote. So there was plenty of parking <laughs> space. I parked right out front. <laughs> Frank, I parked right out front. And I walked right in. I had my paperwork. It was notarized and everything. And I went right up. And I met the court clerk. Right now, here's the crazy thing. Ready for this? And when Rick Martin from the Constitutional Law Group, and he's made a lot of videos talking about this, here's the thing. When we say this is going to be a battle... We don't mean this is going to be like a civil war type battle. When you are dealing with government administrators who are incompetent or yes. aren't trained, 
That is the battle. Let me tell your listeners right now, that is the battle, is dealing with government bureaucracy. Boy, it's because of them you're seeing what you're seeing and you're getting what you're getting. I mean, Frank, look at all the these people, Frank, Frank, these people, do. they're not even trained. I'll give you an example. Yeah, they're not. When I, listen, when I, first went, when I first went up to the fucking second floor and I talked to the court clerk, very helpful person, I called him beforehand, and I thought we already had an agreement, but he thought I meant something else. Ready? Let me give you this. He thought I meant this. <laughs> for those of you that can, can you read that to us because i know some people okay online... this says a procedural guide for pro se litigations meaning if you want to file a court case against an individual and you want to represent yourself this is the paperwork they give you right but guess what do you know how much that filing fee costs four hundred dollars so this is what they're trained to give you right and when i went to him listen I followed the instructions. Like I said, go to constitutionallawgroup.us and file under resources, on the resources tab, you'll see. They give you instructions on how to do this. And they say that when you want to file under this affidavit, you want to file the affidavit, you have to file under a miscellaneous file, right? So I tried that. And I went right to the court. They said that... Uh, we don't have a miscellaneous file. I don't know what you're talking about. But then I called Rick and I said, Rick, you got to talk to these guys. I put them on speakerphone. I put it right up to the window and bang. Sure enough. He was like, uh, yeah, listen to this. He was like, uh, you got to file it under miscellaneous as if you would file a birth certificate. Right. And he said, because they gave me this because they think they think, listen, they think that there's already a dispute. That's the problem. Listen to me. The listeners got to understand. This means there's already a dispute, right? The affidavit means there's no dispute. We're filing it now. If they rebut the affidavit, now we have a dispute. Then that's a whole different matter. What so type of crazy process do they oh think? Oh, my God. Can- this is the battle. I, this is the battle they're talking about. So listen, in the affidavit, right? We give them 10 days. So, for example, I filed mine against Governor Murphy. He oh, has, ten, yeah, he has 10 days. He has 10 days. I'm not the only one. There's a couple other entities in New Jersey have done this. So, any entity. Now, again, this could be any entity that has sworn the oath of office. And if you want to do it against a business that is denying you service, that's a whole different process I'll get into later. But for right now, I'm just talking about any elected official that has sworn an oath to the Constitution to work in government. Follow me? Okay. So I brought this whole thing to them, and I said, uh, yeah, I'm filing against Governor Murphy. I want to file it in a miscellaneous file, which is what the instructions on the website told me. And he didn't know what I was talking about. Then I got Rick on the phone. Rick explained it and said, as if you were filing for a birth certificate. And he said, like, because the guy handed me this because yeah. that was for a dispute, but there's no dispute because there hasn't been a rebut of the affidavit yet, so there's no dispute. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is how these courts work, dude. Yeah, they, they, they're they very, the damn yeah, paperwork yeah, through. No, very, I don't want to handle it. Someone yep, else should handle it. Yep, that, they're very, they very, very, very tricky. Hey, so, so the thing is, is there's no dis- – that's the thing the court clerk had to understand. There's no dispute yet. We're just filing this on the public record to then serve a notice to our opponent. 
That's it. We're, we don't need a docket number. We don't need any of that because that's what this they try to do to try to get me to open a docket number and file a complaint and, and, fi and, and pay a $400 filing fee. Uh -uh. Listen, the filing fee for this was $47. $47. Okay. Well played. So, yep. So, so, so listen, so listen. Yep. So listen. So I fought back. I kept fighting and the guy brought it to a supervisor and she was deliberating for like 20 minutes in the back office. I don't know if she was calling Murphy people or who she was calling, but well, I'm sure she's they, calling she everyone. took 20 minutes, dude, to fucking get back to me. And I was a little worried. I'm like, who is she calling? Right. So I, I eventually she came back. She gave the paperwork to him. And guess what he said? Yes, we do have a miscellaneous file. Bang. There you go. So the miscellaneous file is important because that's where you get it. Once you get it stamped, let me hold on. Let me show this right here. Hold on. This guy. Yeah, let me show you. Right the there. Important part right there. See that? Yes. There it, it is. The date on it, the 29th. Yep. There you go. There's the stamp. So that means they received it. Now, now here's how the affidavit works, right? Once that affidavit is filed on record, right? And that opposing party does not rebut those facts written within within 10 days. Let's just say I want to launch a lawsuit now. Nice. When this affidavit now is recorded as fact in law because the right, court accepted it. Right. Yep, the court accepted it. Now that can be used against them. And during a court case, obviously this will be brought up. Why didn't you rebut it? Well, they're not gonna because they perjure themselves. Because they're not gonna, because it includes everything that right. violates my so, constitutional okay. rights. So after after ten days, if they don't respond to you, then what's what happens? What do you do next? Okay, so, so here's okay, so here's the process. So if they don't respond after ten days and they keep trying to impose their rule, so let's just say if you're a business and you file this affidavit and you already have it on record, and they you know, they keep trying to impose their unconstitutional lawful acts against you. Then you open up, you threaten a lawsuit and you send okay. them a notice, you send them a notice. So the way you can send them a notice, first off, you're supposed to do this even before it gets to this. So what you do is once you file the affidavit and you have it on court record, you send your opponent a notice saying, Hey, like we have this recorded with the court now. And you didn't rebut it. And you didn't rebut it, right. We gave you didn't minutes. rebut it. So you tacitly agree to the facts there within because they Therefore, didn't rebut I it. I have to wear a mask. Yeah, or exactly. Or, or I can keep light. my business open. All yes, of it. Thing, yeah. All of it. Because here's the thing. So it's just a weapon. It's a weapon in your arsenal against the COVID regime. So, okay, here's the example then. Because my business is in New York and I'm dealing with Cuomo. And I'm dealing with this tyranny. And in many, many cases, as you know, Governor Cuomo is worse than Governor Murphy in so yeah. many ways. He's yeah, a yeah, yeah. scoundrel piece of garbage aside yep. from Murphy. Mm -hmm. So if I could fight it the same way, the process should be identical, correct? Oh, it's, oh, it's identical. Yeah, because it's constitutional rights, Frank. Of course it is. Yeah, it's the same exact process. Universal. Yep. Yep. Technically, I'm going to rip he, all yep. that garbage. Then that technically, here's the thing. If you don't, school, yes. And here, but here, here's the, here, yes, here's the important part. So my next step, and this is where I'm at now, is you have to hire a process server, right? 
And that is somebody that actually physically serves the papers to your opponent. Oh, and wow. you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, you're, nice. you're gonna pay a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna pay. I mean, I'm expecting to pay anywhere from 150 to maybe 200 dollars. Question. Okay, so you're in the process of doing that now. Yep. Do you have other businesses collectively doing this with you? Not that I know of, Frank. We're just getting the message out now. That's the sad part. Like we're just getting it out. Oh my gosh. I know. We're just getting. Yeah, but yo, Frank, you have all these other Frank. It's, it's catching like wild. Catching you, Frank. It's catching like wildfire. The fact that like you don't need a politician or a president to drain the swamp. Like this is it. Like we can do this ourselves for a filing exactly. fee of forty-seven dollars. We can do it ourselves, and that's the. And that's yep, we the people. If, and if he, if they don't handle our cases, then technically we can yeah. sue them. Now, yeah. do you know the amount we could sue them for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, but, money. but yeah, but this this is this is the process, dude. Like this is the way to do it. This is a weapon you have in your arsenal. And like I said, when you eventually want to bring suit to them and this affidavit pops back up, the judge is going to be like, well, we accepted this into the court record. Why didn't you rebut it? Bang! Got him! <laughs> well, what about, okay, what about the trial and the hearing? What, what happened? No, it won't even go that far. Eight, listen, 80%, 80% of the cases that are done this way do not even go to court because they're wrong. They're going to perjure themselves if they try to rebut it. <laughs> Very interesting information. Now, why, okay, why would they, why would you consider it wrong? Or why would they... I would not be able to fight it. Well, because think about it, Frank. It so much. Well, think about it. If 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 I'm sitting here, here's the thing. Like they're going to try to use all of these health department statistics, but here's the thing, right? Emergency powers are delegated to the governors in an emergency, right? So a tsunami is an emergency, right? An earthquake is an emergency. Yes. Right. A war is an emergency. Can anybody really say what we're dealing with now is that level of an emergency? According to the morons, yeah. No, 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 no. But they they can't because, again, this is why the affidavit cites facts. The is, there any way, is there any way we can get the powers that be involved? And I know that's a very tough question because it's basically us versus all the other naysayers, all the other, uh, you know, communist Gestapoists, if you if you will, all the sheep people, all the other. Oh, why why are you suing the government? Why are you trying to stir the pot? Because right. you idiots. Not only is my business on the line, but other businesses that have already closed. That's it. That's it for us. We won't be, we won't be able to be a chance for us to go back to normal if we don't start fighting back. Right. And I've been wanting to fight back, and this is a perfect way for us to do it. Yep, this is and it, dude. More businesses, look, you remember in June, and I'm talking to both you guys, do you remember in June where this one business owner down in Jersey is like, all right, everyone in New Jersey, stop wearing masks, stop catering to this crap. Everyone just opened back up before they were allowed to. Um, he was uh, like a, an ex, uh, I think, police officer. Good guy. Right intentions, but no one followed suit. Yeah. So all they had to do was follow suit, and maybe, maybe Murphy would have been destroyed already. But since we have yeah. allowed Murphy to reign terror, and now there is a chance that New Jersey will close down, and same thing with New York, once this second wave hits, how can we go against the second wave 
and all these tyrants with an affidavit. Is that good enough? Yeah, it is. But here's the problem. We need numbers. So, for example, like I'm actually helping somebody right now work on the school district in North Jersey. Yeah, because oh, there's, there's tons of school districts, a lot more than businesses, as so, you know. Yeah, so here's the thing. So here's what I recommend, right? And just from doing this process already, you know, Murphy might be able to wiggle his way out of this. Like, who knows, right? But now, so I'm a we the people type person. So what I suggest is let's go after the lower level elected officials, right? The city sure. councils, the board of fucking education presidents. Yeah, I'm sure like, he's going to hear about it. Yeah. Well. So, so imagine, right? Now imagine this. So I'm working on a case right now for the board of education president that's in Bridgewater Township School District, right? I'm working on a case right now for that. Now imagine if the entire case that I'm working on, now keep in mind, right, that I'm not just doing the affidavit, right? Now this is something that I wasn't taught, but I've learned on my own because politics and obviously when you're fucking hurting my brothers and sisters, I'm going to plot on you more than anything you could ever imagine. So now when you got my attention and I'm building a case, right, against like, for example, this Board of Education president, let's think about what her political bias is. Ready? When is she up for re-election? Now, here's the crazy thing. She's up for re-election in 2021. Ready? Who is her opponent? Now, I'm sure her opponent would tell me all kinds of dirt on her. Right? Now, not only that, what is the funding to the school district? Is there private funding? Who are those private donors? What is their agenda? What is their... Hold on. Let me finish. What is their political bias, right? And not only that, what is the school's fiscal health? Meaning, did they accept the COVID policies from Murphy to get state or federal funding? You see what I'm saying? Like, yes. now you have money, like you a say. multifaceted attack approach, right? Because Murphy's one thing. Like, he's kind of bigger. It's hard. Like, I get it. Like, but with these little school district board of education presidents, yo, especially if they voted for fucking forced vaccinations in the schools, done. Oh, they're they're going to look like done. Done. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying with the affidavit, right? Against the school board presidents, along with all of these other facets I'm talking about their political history, how they voted, where they stand, who their affiliates are, the private funding towards the schools, what projects they funded, all of it. And then what you do is you include that in what's called a presumptive letter. It's a one to two page letter, basically outlining your case. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you real quick. So, yeah, sure. Obviously, you know that people have done this before. Oops, not, sorry, not, not, that's okay. Not in the same fashion as, you, as you've described, but in the fashion where they're all trying to sue the state. They're all trying to get their businesses back up and running. They're trying to get rid of these mandates. I mean, look, Ian is still trying to fight this good fight at his gym, right? Yeah. And I, and I yeah. own a gym. I own a martial arts school. For some reason, they treat gyms and martial arts schools a little differently. Like, they, they were more lax than a martial arts school, which doesn't make any sense to me. I'm kind of happy about that, but at the same time, I'm not. Because you're, you're, you're singling out certain businesses because you're afraid that more people go to them. And meanwhile, Ian has had zero COVID cases, and so have right. I. No one has gotten sick from being in my school. 
People have gotten sick from their job more than they've gotten into my school to get healthy. There has been zero cases reported on both ends here. No one said, Frank, I went to your school and then, uh, you know, a couple weeks later I got COVID. No, no one has been, even some of my students that have had COVID, they're back in training and they're fine. And no yeah. one has caught COVID from being around them. So you know what I'm saying to you? Like, assuming all that, how the hell are we going to win this? Because you know court cases take a long time. You know affidavits might be ignored. They no, I told, you, I told you. I told you. I told, I, told, I told you how we win is because what they're doing, I, just, I said that earlier, the emergency powers does not matter if it violates our constitutional rights, period. Period. None of this other shit matters. That's it. Well, that's what we have to hope for because we, we've stated this many times that it does violate our constitutional rights, but yet it's being ignored. It's being trampled upon. And they're trying to rewrite, you know, rewrite it and the history that went along with it. They're trying to ignore all the things that give us the right to be free. That's the problem I have. And they have never, ever, ever, this book is never, ever presented in court unless you bring it with you. Yep. And that also yep. is something that pisses me off. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is the book that made everything else possible. That made our court systems possible. That made our lawyers possible. Our business is possible. The growth of our country, the very fabric of it possible. But yet, like you said, and like everyone else knows by now, the globalists want to take this document and burn it. Yep. And get rid of it. Well, you know, just to piggyback on, you know, John, for a second here. Um, you know, look at even Pelosi did or one the president's speech. Sure. You know, these people just don't care about you know our public, our you know our, our constitutional republic. They don't care. They have been trying to get rid of this thing for God knows how long now, and I feel not. Please tell me if I'm wrong, gentlemen. That every single day, a piece of this, a piece. Of yep, page right out of the way. Yep. Exactly. Like they're 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 oh page okay. We're gonna pull that out. We're gonna pull that out. Like, but guess what? But so, guess what? Every time we exert why those words matter, we rewrite it back in that book. So that's really what the battle is. It's, amen. Yeah that that's the battle. It's really just battling over what that sacred document means. And you know what? You know what? I talk to people. You guys both know me. I talk to people like crazy about this. And they still think, they, they're, like, they're still asleep at the fact, and they're very far behind with the fact that this country is under attack. Our rights are under attack. What the government does to us, yeah. we're all under attack. This is a, like you said, a globalist coup, a globalist operation. Yeah. And everyone just wants to shake the head and look the other way. Now, look, I get a lot of people are scared. But the time to not be scared needs to be now. Time to be prepared to understand who we are as people, as American citizens, and, what's make, and what makes us different than the rest of the world is now. It's not later. The time to yep. learn is now, people, and I read from this all the time, every single show. And I wish people understand Yes, a lot of people are scared, but it also falls back on security because, like, again, for instance, I had, a, I had a friend, or not really a friend, I had an acquaintance of mine who basically voted for Joe Biden because he thinks that he's a better candidate as opposed to Trump. <laughs> And what was the reason why? These people really think that, you know, that that Biden and the Democrats are are, are, are saviors. Like, Frankie Frankie and, you know, Nick, let me put you guys this way. 
they believe the Democrat Party is more the progressive and that is a side for a better change. Where the Republicans are old, greedy, you know, hungry, you know, uh, hungry investors. Sure. They always make us look out, look out to be the uh, big business tycoons who care about oil. I mean, that's an argument going back to the 60s and 50s, for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. That is the oldest argument in the book. And then a whole bunch of rich, old, white men, you know, per se, are the ones like, uh, you know, dictating everything. The only, okay, the only rich white men dictating things are the evil ones. Yep. The Rockefellers. They, like, yep. they, and look, aside from the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, there are foreign entities that own this country. You guys know the Federal Reserve. You know about the Red Shields. You know about what's going on behind the China, scenes. China, China owns us. We're China does. Correct. Even, even look, and I will even say this, and I know it's going to offend people, but guess what? I don't give a shit. The United Arab Emirates also own us. They have, they have our balls in a string, okay? And they want, to, they want to keep playing around with our balls and be like, hey, guess what? We're going to take away your oil. We're going to take away all the power you have here. Da, 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 da. And if they, if they don't, if we don't comply, they're going to cause things. They're going to do their little terrorist group things in the name of us and blame yep. it on us like they yep. always do. Yeah, false flag. Yeah, absolutely. False flag operations all yep. day. You guys know what I'm talking about. My, yep. my, my favorite is, is, is the CFO. You know, Council of Foreign, Council of Foreign, uh, Foreign Relations. That's right. The UN. You guys both know that the UN is going to be allowed to police 46 out of the 50 main U.S. cities. There was a bill that got... Oh, passed man. I've been hearing the about it. Yeah. I've been hearing about, like, the okay, UN talking now, about the U.S. is unstable. We only need a two-thirds vote. Correct? The president mm -hmm. doesn't have to say yes to this. So... Yeah. Being that we don't own the House, we don't own the House of Representatives, per se, we don't own the Senate, what do you think is going to happen, guys? So regardless of this court system, regardless of our affidavit, if it even reaches the desk of Cuomo, if it, and I'm just, again, this is why I'm playing devil's advocate with you, because we know what their agenda is. They're going to ignore, ignore disobey, disregard, Everything we the people are going to try to use the legal way mm -hmm. to get out of this. But it, you know that, that that's exactly the formula. That's the perfect formula for what they want. So my question to both of you is: How in God's name? Well, what's the alternative, Frank? Listen, but here's the thing: What's the alternative? Like what? Like open fucking conflict? That's what they well, want. That's no, no, they no. definitely want that, and they're going to try to get it. No, no, no. Hey, no. Listen, ready? Let me bring it back into perspective. The reason okay. why we don't need to do that is because the entities we're going up against took an oath upon office. They all did, but yet they break it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that's where it – now we need to flex our rights – Right? Like, and the way I look at it, too, is kind of like muscular uh, atrophy, right? Well, look, look at all the police officers that have taken that same oath, but yet they broke, they broke it. Yeah, but that doesn't that mean one, we don't so. hold them accountable. Like, we don't look at that pessimistically. We look at I it like... Yeah, like, dude, remind them of their oath. What the fuck? That Constitution, dude, is the you last... You don't see these police officers that are, that are arresting people for not wearing masks or security guards second. being indicted for not following that same oath. They're doing what they're told. 
They're doing what they're told. Well, it, you know what I'm saying, you guys? Like the Gestapo are being told to do this. And they're yeah. following it to a T because they're afraid of losing their jobs. Who, like, well, like you said, Nick, who is holding the higher-ups accountable is what I'd like to know. No one's challenging their own Well, well hold on. But that, that's why I said I would like to do a bottom-up approach, right? Let's yes. get the city councils, the freeholders, the board of educations. Like, let's start with that first. Show the people of the state, in this case, New Jersey, that it's possible we can get this to work. Then we work our way up to the governor because I feel like, like, and, and, you know, like I said, the first affidavit I filled out was against Murphy. But like now that I think about it, I'd yes. rather do a bottom up approach and just win small victories like on this on the local level to show New Jerseyans that this can work. Like, imagine. We've got to have our own individual rights, yeah. checks, like you said, yeah. against the things that are happening more yeah. locally around us first. And I agree with that. Now, you have a date postmarked as October 29th. So, technically. Well, no, 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 not yet. Not yet. Because I once I served the papers, I didn't serve them yet. Okay. Yeah, well, once I, I recommend, yeah. you know, yeah. keeping us informed about that. That's a yeah, very absolutely. important piece yeah. of legislation absolutely. you have. Yep. And getting as many constitutional lawyers as possible yeah. to back yeah, so, this. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's another thing. Like, I feel like the Patriots, what they should be doing is calling up all of the constitutional lawyers in their area and ask them, what are you doing about this? Right. What are you guys doing? Right. Because if I was a constitutional... Listen, if I lived in New Jersey, Frank, and I went to law school for constitutional law, you better believe... When you call me up and say, what are you doing? I have a plethora of cases I'm working on. That's what I'm doing. That's right? the right so, thing to do. Because so there's we, tons of people that need yep, it. That's they're the thing. Hold on. Out of we should be calling these constitutional lawyers. Because the guy I work with, Rick Martin, he's only one guy. I'm only one guy. All these people are only, you know what I mean? Like, it's incumbent upon we the people. That's the well, thing. Speaking of, do you know what I'm doing November 3rd? That what are you doing? Election day, whether whoever wins, doesn't matter at this point because there's going to be some type of civil rebuke, okay? Um, we got to hope Trump gets in. That's our only hope, too. At the same time, I am personally not going to mandate anymore. I'm getting rid of all my signs. I'm getting rid of all those stupid rules they gave me to post up, and I'm going head in to the lion's mouth. And I need to stand up. We all just, just need to do it. And uh, hopefully other stores will follow suit. But the Palisade Center Mall, as you know, is in New York. It's in Rockland County, one of the biggest liberal-esque counties ever. And all I see in that mall is propaganda out the ass. Hashtag mask up America. Anxiety-free center to shop at. No worries here. Utopianistic vote now hashtags or yep. hashtags stand up with big giant murals of minorities and Aeropostel and everyone has their fist up in the air. Like, how? what does that have to do with selling clothes exactly? I mean, this is what I'm saying. So I got, I got a lot uh, that I need to fight up against or I'm standing up against sooner or later. All these conformatists. Yeah. I didn't realize how many globalist communist traitors there are. In our country, how many red coats? As yeah, yeah. Said. So, 
you know, again, this is exactly the, the you know, the uphill battle we're up against against these people that are being funded by George Soros. They're more or less just George Soros, George Soros insurgents. That's what we're dealing with. A lot of insurgents. Yep. So, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, George Soros is the one that's it's, it's manufactured crap. And, you know, this is, I was just reading an article, and they were saying that this, this whole point of this pandemic was to keep everybody involved up, obviously. Well, first of all, cut the, cut the population in half. So, you know, you're weak, you're elderly so on and so forth. And then once you basically slim the population down, what you basically do is you tell everybody, all right, guys, if we have a serious plumber, let's keep everybody in. So now you yes. keep everybody in there inside their houses, they're quarantined. Now they're bought up with anger and fear. That's right. So then you, th- then you, throw, then you throw the political stuff in, right? You throw that into the pot. Then people go out and say, F this, I had it. I'm going to start burning stuff down over in, in, in the name of George Floyd, in the name of Black Lives Matter. That's right. Well, that's the so thing. They, they want to keep everyone in chaos. fear and in check. No, we legit, we just lost Nick. I guess he's having connection problems. But like, yeah, like that—that's the whole point of this. Like, it's going to be fear mongering to the point where no one's going to want to go outside. And I already seen this. They're, they're already starting to board up places because they're afraid of all the riots that are going to happen. Like, are we really? Is it really going to be like this moving forward? Every single election that we have for the president. I mean, this is what this is what it's gotten to. That it's, businesses are afraid yeah, exactly. to open now. And it's further it's preventing like, people yeah. from going back to normal. They're using the election as part of this mask up America, keeping people silent. It's this, ridiculous. This, this, yeah, absolutely. And this election is one has been one nail biter of an election because if, like I said, you know the incompetence of the Democratic administration. That let me look look at Biden. Like you know the stuff he wants to do, especially when it comes to the guns. You want to, like you want to take our stuff waiver, like. Check Frankie. He wants to charge a tax for everything, every concerning every, every accessory you buy for the firearm and the actual gun itself. Like there is no common sense with these people, man. Like, like people don't understand no, how detrimental this is. Like I was telling you earlier, my you know my, my my friend I went to high school with who voted for Joe Biden. You know, I said to him, I was like, listen, I said, if you really want to vote for someone that's that, that's that incompetent, I said, don't vote for it here. I'm like, the reason why. I'm like, I'm like Joe Biden's sorry, the leftist provision of Joe Biden and the rest of these Democrats are the reason why. Sorry, the reason why the Jews are uh, in Auschwitz. Sorry, the Jews went to Auschwitz and now are ashes all over Germany. Right. Because these leftist provisions, people don't realize that. I uh, I know that we all talk about making rash decisions and making personal choices, but that's what it means to be an American. And yeah, people absolutely. understand this, that we, the people, have the power. And we need to flex, like Nick said, our rights, our individualized, constitutionalized rights. And if we don't start doing it soon, everyone, for everyone that's tuning in, or that everyone will be seeing this video later, what are you doing to help? Everyone's too busy sitting back and watching this election unfold it's already a shit show as it is, but what are we the people doing? What is every, anybody else doing? Listen, we can rally all we want, and I've said this before, and I've been criticized about this, okay? We can rally all we want. We can do all these things all we want, whatever it is, but it doesn't change anything. doesn't change anything. You know, you can stand up to certain people, if, especially if you're frustrated. Trust me, it's a great way to get your frustration out. I've been to a 1,000 already, right? I've led the charge. And I'm proud to have said and done it at the same time. Hopefully it influences people the way um, our forefathers have influenced each other. 
take a stand against tyrants. And that's what we have to remember. Like, I wish and hope. I think we got him back on here real quick. Yeah, I, I just want to give one final thought because I gotta get, I gotta be up in the morning. But um, absolutely. You know, well, first, you know, the first thing is I want to say before I continue to go on my my little rant. First of all, guys, if you can't get out there and vote, that's the main thing. You know, we have to get Donald Trump. We need we these four more years are absolutely crucial and absolutely beneficial to our our uh, constitutional republic. We really need him in. You know, if Trump does not get in, you will lose. Uh, you know, like, like like Nick and Frankie were just saying, you will really lose every single uh, every single constitutional right slowly. You thought eight years was bad. Or you thought you know the Woodrow, for instance, you thought the FDR administration was bad. You thought the Obama administration was bad with Woodrow Wilson. You haven't seen nothing yet. The Obama administration, along with Kamala Harris, is going to be one of the worst administrations known that known the, uh, this this country's uh, history. Oh, without a reasonable doubt. I mean, yeah, the. The next administration is not even, I don't even want to call them an administration. I want to call them the third or fourth Reich. The fourth Reich, that, if you will. Yes, very, <laughs> rightfully, rightfully so. But, you know, all I can say is, guys, is keep playing for your freedoms. Or make sure you go out there and vote and you support Donald Trump as our next president because it's either Trump or we're screwed. It's as simple as that. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure it out. And e even with the people that are not voting for Trump, like, I'm going to tell you guys this. Like, you know, you're not voting for, for Kamala Harris either. <laughs> not Biden. Um, you got to vote for Trump. You have to vote for Trump. A vote for Joe Jurgensen is just going to help the left because everyone on the left is voting Biden, clearly. So we got to help Trump. We got to help our main candidate. I mean, that's plain and simple. It's common sense at this point. And, and, and Joe Jurgensen, you know, just to say something about her, She's not even a real libertarian, unfortunately. No, that she's was not. one of the biggest like letdowns. I was like, oh, really? No, she's a BLM sympathizer. She's a social justice advocate, and that's all she gets. Actually, that's all she cares about. I mean, yeah, could she have said what she said just for votes? Sure, but at the same time, Absolutely. I'm sorry. At this point, I'm not buying that either. Yeah, you know, but but at least Trump. You know, you you see what you see with Trump is what you get. He doesn't care. He has, he won't defund the police. He doesn't care to, to the Black Lives Matter nonsense. And most of all, like, like at the end of the day, because he's one of the most realist guys, and he's not polished and, and you know and, and plattered like a uh, like a politician, right? You know, and that's what that's exactly who we need in office right now to get the job done. We, we, we don't, don't need, need someone we don't to need play nice. nice. We, we we need a person who understands the uh, what you call it, the ins and outs from a business, uh, business standpoint, like like President Trump. If we run if we run the country like a business, and it's funny, one of my liberal friends from a long time ago who, like, literally stopped talking to me because he's Mr. Beagle now. But even he said, we need a leader or a president that runs this country exactly the way you said, like a business. But yet you're not going to vote for someone who can run it like a business. Someone who's not rough, but yet you believe in capitalism. You know, it, it, and yet, no, it, it's, it's Joe Biden for him. Hypocritical at best. Like most Democrats are. Because they believe, see, what happened was this, Frankie, was that you have these people that think the Democratic waiver is the Republican way and the, and then vice versa. Right. So that's exactly what the way it says. Like, you know, I, I used to understand you could basically sit there and support the Constitution and then just vote for someone like Joe Biden, the incompetence, man. Like, seriously, this guy, you know, listen, Frankie, he thought that he was debating freaking George Bush. I'm going to give you a hint, okay? Obviously, everyone knows Joe Biden's an idiot. Even the Democrats know he's an idiot. They're really voting for Harris. They're really voting for Harris. And I can promise you this, Joe Biden won last. You know. 
He Thanks, wouldn't man. last 10 seconds in the White House. Let's, let's be real here. He's already tripping over himself. His support is dwindling. But at the same time, it's either going to be him or Trump. And, of course, all the Democrats are going to vote for Biden no matter what. Okay? Because, look, and I'm going to remind you guys of this, that Trump only, he lost the popular vote by 3 million votes. That's a lot of votes. Hopefully, from last time, we converted a lot of people over. But regardless, the vigilance but, is key right now. And here's my, here's my thing, Frankie, is that people say, oh, you know, Trump won't get in this and ever. Has anybody not learned from 2016 that history, that history does not repeat itself? <laughs> Have we not learned? How many people, Frankie, how many people is it saying? I was watching a, a, comp, uh, was a, you know, a, a mini compilation of all these people are saying Trump won't get in. Trump won't get in. Three-minute video. And then even even the people in the Young Turks, right? Chang, he, or, you know, I can't remember his name. He was like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, man, our, our democracy is in trouble. Our democracy. Okay, like, you guys sound like a bunch of Nazis when you say that. Don't you commies understand? This is not a freaking democracy. Not an entirety. Maybe a small fraction in how we vote for things. But even then. Well, the, only, the only part that's democratic is our, is, our vote, is our voting process. That's feeling that's really democratic. That's about it. And they get all butthurt no matter what. So and here's, here's something that I want you to remember and everyone else. Yes, yes, the Electoral College can save us, obviously. Um, but the support for Donald Trump is so overwhelming, it would literally be impossible for him to lose. We know this already. But the Electoral College, per se, could be, let's just say, for argument's sake, because we don't know who they are. Their names are never casted. You just know they exist. So here's my, here's my statement about them. They could be taken over by globalists at this point. You know, maybe the globalists said, well, Hillary Clinton isn't exactly a, uh, you know, a well-suitor for this country. You know, because we know that the same thing probably would have happened in her reign, if not worse. And with Biden, well, maybe Biden, might, maybe Biden is in their back pocket. You don't know. Trump's definitely not in their back pocket. So we're talking no. about the deep state being part of the electoral college. Well, we we we, we know the deep state owns owns the Bidens because, I mean, look look at Hunter Biden's laptop, for instance. I mean, yeah. I, I go I'll go on for a tangent for about that for hours and hours. I mean, sure. I, I kind of did at the beginning. And, of this and it's funny how they're denying evidence about that, even their own, the the, the you know the Democrats. So many people will deny. No, no, that, that that's fake news. They don't have a laptop. Okay, just like Hillary Clinton was on Epstein's Island. Epstein didn't kill himself too, right? Sure. Or sure, just, like, uh, uh, just like Hillary Clinton wasn't responsible for the lives, uh, lives lost to Benghazi. Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. It, it's a direct insult at this point to even say or question that. It, yeah, and you heard uh, uh, former Mayor Giuliani go off on that host she was supposed to interview him about the laptop and she started questioning if that was real or not and questioning him and calling him a spy for Russia. And it's like, this is not what the interview is supposed to be about. Just so you can call me a spy. That doesn't, it doesn't work that way. He's like, you know what? Come to my office and I will show you the pictures and everything in the videos. So that way you can stop with your BS. He's like, you know what? This interview is over. I'm tired of your crap. How dare you accuse me of X, Y, and Z when I literally have the evidence? You know, and that's the whole important part about this. They're, like, they're, they're, they're trying to bury everybody and everything that's close to Trump. 
I mean, while we're on the topic of uh, Giuliani, look, look at that bull rat movie he did to him, you know, during that interview. Oh, my God. He tried to make him look I mean, like he was, well, uh, I mean, you know. You know, Frank, yeah, I watched the videos. I, I didn't see the video up until, uh, actually, I just watched it, you know, five minutes ago. It was a lie as usual. Because Borat, you know, the video, Dr. Cohen is the, the man is really fixing it. It's fixing the wire because he had the wire piece. You see it. Sasha Baron Cohen is the biggest globalist. I mean, it, it's unfortunate. He makes funny stuff, sure. But at the same time, like Joe Rogan said, I was watching his podcast with Alex Jones. And speaking of, make sure you guys try to watch that during election night. Everyone's going to be tuning in for that. Maybe we'll go live on here, too, just to get people riled up. But um, even he said that he shouldn't be trusted. That he knows that such a Baron Cohen was clearly, he clearly sets people up. He always has. He's always gone after white politicians. I mean, look what he did to Ron Paul way back in the day. No, I, was, I was just going to say that. You look what he's done to it, yeah. certain people in court. Look what he's even done to martial art instructors. I mean, he's, he's always messed around with people. So it's in his character to do so. And no one should be taking him serious. You know, you know but, you know, it's, it's just disgusting. But um, I, I just want to, this is my final thought, and then I'll, because like, I got to be up early in the morning. So, again, like I said, if you're not, if you're one of those, those voters that basically kind of like in the middle of it, just listen. Listen to this. This is, this is my final warning as far as freedom goes over. It's either freedom or tyranny. That's it. That's right. It, that, it, look, it's good versus evil, guys. And um, we need to fight against tyranny. Well, like, like Nick said, we can go to the courts all we want, but we already know the courts are semi-controlled as well. I'm still going to do my best to fill out that paperwork and go to his site and, um, you know, see what's going on there. Well, I, I, I definitely want to get involved. I actually want it myself when I get involved and, you know, yeah. support, the, uh, support the movement, obviously. So I, I want to take the required steps, uh, hopefully. But um, in the meantime, I'm basically just going to stick it out like everybody else is. We're going to have to until we, we the people decide to wake up together. Because, so, look, with well, that, guys, busy. you know, with, with that set of our Frankie, I don't see we can want to continue to go live or out, you know, and uh, I'll back out. Not a problem. But, uh, I'm gonna as usual, sir, as usual, it's, 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 a, it's a pleasure, and you know, I, I always appreciate your input. Likewise, sir, and I'm glad we were able to uh, at least have Nick on for a bit. It looks like he's having connection issues, but um, yeah, I was too. You know, surprisingly, even if I get decided to restart my phone now, magically it's working. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Hackers. All right, guys, so until next time, stay relentless, be well, and um, don't forget to flex your patriotic red, white, and blue all the time. Okay, see. <laughs> all right, yeah, take care, man. We'll talk later, John, all right? Yeah, good. Take care.